business trip, folks. Getting ready. Rock and roll in the desert as the Cleveland Browns take on the Arizona Cardinals on Sunday afternoon. Welcome to the Doghouse on SB Nation's Dogs by Nature. Your inside look at the Cleveland Browns. Andy McNamara alongside Matt Florjancic from WKYC Sports in Cleveland. Matt, it's once again uh, entering the week. The weekend, it's uh, there's a game, but there's a lot of off-field distraction from Odell Beckham Jr. apparently wanting out to him, not wanting out to Jarvis Landry saying he's got it under control and all all in all within it nick chubb is the league leader in rushing so a lot going on on and off the field no question about that uh kudos to jarvis uh stepping up and being the guy in the locker room kind of a calming force if you will yeah. uh usually it's your quarterback uh we do not have that situation so it's nice that a, a guy like Jarvis, who has the connection with his teammates and with the organization, uh, is stepping up and, and trying to smooth things over. And he was asked quite a bit about Odell uh, during the week, and he was asked a specific question of, you know, if anybody would know, wouldn't, wouldn't it be you? And he's like, oh, you would think. And then he's like, I- I'll beat his you-know-what if he – leaves and doesn't tell me right (laughs) so i i i think it's much ado about nothing right now i mean there's nothing obj can do uh to get to another team this year it's gonna have to be an offseason move and he'll address it in the offseason and if he wants to leave and the browns find a competitive offer for him you know, thank you for your service. Good luck with the rest of your, uh, you know, good luck in your future endeavors, WWE style. You know? Right, right. Get on, get on. I think, I, I think that's where we're at with it. We we know what kind of talent he is, but if he's not going to like the position that he's in or the place that he's in, if he's not happy, he's not going to be effective. That's just who Odell is. Odell is a very emotional guy, and he feeds off of emotion. And if his emotions are sad, dejected, upset, mm-hmm. pissed off, you know, it's it's not going to be what you thought you were getting when you set a first a couple first rounders uh, when you include Peppers in the deal to the Giants for Odell. Yeah, and, and he's hasn't been able to stay healthy since 2016, Matt. Like that, that's real. Like, it was the last time he was great. So, battling injuries. I wouldn't mind seeing, like, if maybe the last two games of the season or something, uh, if it does get to a point where he needs to be shut down, just what the offense looks like without him in it, without the pressure of having to get Odell the ball. I think that would be that would be interesting to see if, if we do get that chance. Obviously, you know, we want him healthy and playing, but it doesn't seem like that's in the cards for this season. Yeah, and the thing is, for all the people that have said, oh, you got to do more to get Odell the ball, you got to do more to get Odell the ball, he's still my fans to you with 70 touches. That's not bad. And he's been dropping balls, too. For, for the amount of guys that they have that can make plays, Nick Chubb, Jervis Landry, Kareem Hunt, Beckham, and Joku, if he ever decides to find a pair of hands, uh, you, other wide receivers who have stepped up, and other tight ends who have stepped up, like Ricky Seals-Jones and uh, Farrell Brown and Demetrius Harris. Steve Carlson. And Steven Carlson. 
70 touches doesn't look as bad when you look at it that way, but everybody in this town is like, why can't we get Odell the ball? It's a lack of touchdowns, if too. You, if you look at his targets, they're trying, okay? They are legitimately trying to get him the damn ball. But other guys have to step up, too, because if he's in double and triple coverage, guess what? That means somebody's wide freaking open. You yep. might want to hit that guy. And that's on the quarterback as well and the play calling also to to try to make that happen. Uh, make sure you're following us on Twitter at AndyMC81 at Matt Fleur-Jansic. We're brought to you by Cleveland Whiskey and, folks, Christmas time, right? Christmas bourbon. Ooh, it is tasty. And the artwork from a local Cleveland artist is sensational. The the bottle's collectible, um, not just in, in Cleveland or Northeast Ohio either. You can go and go online at clevelandwhiskey.com, see where it is nearest to you. They do have uh, look, uh, options at a state and the type of recipes they have for the holiday season and all that all year long on, on their social media. is It's awesome. You just got to check it out. There's a, a maple syrup one that was on um, – the Instagram that looked really good at Cleveland whiskey on Instagram at Cleve whiskey on Twitter. So make sure you check them out. Clevelandwhiskey.com. Go get you some perfect for celebrating or drowning your sorrows in uh, Brown's games and, and situations. So uh, there you go. Try out our buddies at Cleveland whiskey, Matt, when you look at the game now out in Arizona, we talked about this earlier in the season. This could be a trap type game. Browns are still mathematically still alive in the playoff race. You got after this week, it is, the big bad Baltimore Ravens at Cleveland Browns Stadium. So we know the Browns this First year. First Energy Stadium. Oh well, what they don't pay me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> give, give give me some cash, First Energy, then I'll plug you. Yeah, you're right. First Energy Stadium. Um, <laughs> and, and and this is the game where I hope we start to change the trend because although the Browns have been better lately, it just seems like whenever they something positive happens in a win they come crashing back down, and it's a long trip out. Um, what What's your feeling being around the team this week? Do they seem focused? Yeah. No. I mean... They never do, they I guess. <laughs> know what they need to do, yeah. but they're so not focused oh, on football. God. Uh, it's a lot of talent, but, again, uh, to Baker's story. credit, and, and I will give him a fair amount here, uh, he was asked a lot about Cliff Kingsbury and a lot about Kyler Murray, and the things that he said were, look, I'm looking forward to competing with Kyler. Like, I want to see, I think competition brings out the best, and I'm ready to compete against them. And then when it came to Kingsbury, he's like, dude, that was like 2013. He's like, there's no need to dig up old issues like that. You know, we're in a good place. We talked it out, you know, over the years, and – it is what it is. I understand that they ended up getting Pat Mahomes, which, you know, was good for them. And I went my way and, you know, the rest is history. So he's trying to quell it on his end of things, which is good. Um, the the whole Odell thing, though, just kind of hangs over the franchise. Right, wrong, right, different. Uh, the guy seems to be a lightning rod for these kind of things. Um, I don't know if it's all self-inflicted or just kind of, the nature of the beast when you get a star athlete like that, but there's just a lot of distractions. And I mean, shoot, even the offensive linemen were asked about it. Odell. Well, we start yeah. the week talking about, or start the week talking about medical staff getting thrown under the bus by the quarterback, and then we quickly transition to, oh, is your teammate happy? And that carries <laughs> the narrative for the rest of the week. 
There's no way they can be 100% focused because I guarantee you, even if Odell hasn't said anything in the locker room, players know what's up. They, and all they the media know what stuff. It looks like. Jay Glazer they reports. See it. And even if they don't pay too much attention to reports, they know what's happening. Yeah. And Odell because did give his teammates shoes. a lot of questions about it. Gave him free shoes. That's nice, Joe Schobert said. OBJ gave out some cl- some uh, uh, sneakers to the team. Nice little early uh, yeah. Christmas present. I, I Personally, I, and I told my wife to just know, I like Odell. I think he's a good dude. He does a lot of good things to ingratiate himself into the team. Mm-hmm. Community, and, too. You know, when he gets something free from a sponsor, he does his level best to try and get 52 more, and actually more than that because of the practice squad guys. So all these teammates did it, too. He had a mattress uh, that was delivered to him when he was with the Giants. Guess what? The next day, a truck showed up with 52 more mattresses. Like, huh. that's just uh, – he's a – good dude he's a very emotional guy and like when he says he feels something i actually kind of believe him right because of just how honest he is and that's ultimately his problem he doesn't necessarily bring things up but when you ask him he will be honest with you mm-hmm. and that can get you into trouble sometimes but i respect that because you know where you stand with him and he's going to be a guy that is going to want to be a part of something good and if we show them, hey, you know, it was a rough start, but still got Baker, still got Chubb. We might be able to re-sign Kareem Hunt. We've got your buddy Jarvis. We've maybe a new coach. Worked out. You know, maybe a new coach or at least a new offensive coordinator. Uh, yeah, I kind of like the, their chances to convince him that, hey, this thing can work. And, look, it was not the start we all wanted. We all expected playoffs and Super Bowl. But, hey, man, Rome wasn't built in a day. This is a multi-year deal. Just give it one more shot, and let's see how it goes. And he's got to get healthy. Number one thing, get healthy. Has not been healthy since 2016. Best abilities, availability, we know that. Um, and and to, to, going back to the Baker thing, Matt, you were saying with uh, him quelling his like, that was a long time ago. To the, to the In defense of the media, um, Baker, Mayfield, and letting things go don't exactly go hand in hand. Considering with like some Cleveland media, if you didn't like him coming out of the draft, which is a couple years old now, he still holds that over your head. So I don't blame the media for bringing that up. And it's uh, like, yeah, dude, you, you kind of hold on to everything. So it is a bit surprising that uh, Kingsbury's off the hook. Yeah, I, I think that's all well and good that you can say that. And I agree with your point that the Baker doesn't ever let go of anything. I think he's going to want to absolutely demolish Cliff Kingsbury. Let's hope. The Cardinals. Please. Uh, I, I give Kingsbury credit because he took a bunch of the blame. He said he wished he would have handled things uh, differently back in the day when the whole situation at Texas Tech broke down. Um, Baker even admitted he's like, I think we both know and have admitted to each other that an 18-year-old Baker Mayfield didn't no, it wasn't as all-knowing as he thought he was. Um, so they both acknowledged their issues on this part. But I don't believe for a second that he has let go of any anger. And Kingsbury said as much. He's like, this is a guy that absolutely feeds off of people telling him he can't do something. Yeah, He's been doubted his whole life, and that drives him uh, first of all, it drives him crazy because he gets 
like, haven't I done enough to earn your respect? But then it just drives him to be like, oh, okay, you want to doubt me now? I got something for you. Seems like and he needs hand it. it. He'll hand it to somebody. He he feeds off of negativity, and he just embraces it. He loves it. He loves going into opposing stadiums, and not literally because he has done that too, but metaphorically give the opponent the middle finger. Yeah, he, he has with actually his done performance that. on the field. But you know what, Matt? He's had a lot of times to be angry and vengeful this season, and we're sitting at six and seven. Not all on Baker, granted. You know, of course, play calling, I think, has much more to do with it. But that that that's fine to be, you know, angry and, and try to use that as motivation. But let's let's actually do something with it here. Take care of business in Arizona and let the cards fall where they may. At least you get back to 500 at this point here. Um, now, you look at the Cardinals. Cliff Kingsbury, man, he sucked in college. I think he's a bad NFL coach. But to his credit, they got off to a decent start to the year, but they've lost six in a row. They're 3-9-1. Um, and let's see here. Their offense is ranked 24th overall, 15th rushing, 24th passing defense, dead last overall at 32. So you say there's Baker wants to light him up. Well, he is literally facing the worst overall defense in football. So there is no excuse to have it as close as it was with, let's say the Bengals a week ago. Um, that, that that's, there that's is really one where it guy is. that could make the argument, though, that that game is going to be a lot closer because Arizona's defense has playmakers, and that guy is goes by the name of Chandler Jones. Don't know mm. if you know. Chandler Jones, you do, but I was being tongue in cheek. But uh, don't know if you know this, but this guy is a wrecking, a wrecking ball, and just ruins game plans for offenses because you have to block him, and the the. Unfortunately, Browns are less than 100% on the edges, which is exactly where his heat is coming from, mm-hmm. an outside linebacker. So if you're Kendall Lamb and you've got strong side protection at right tackle because Chris Hubbard can't make it to the game, you better make sure you know where 55 is at at all times. Get your big boy if boots you on. Don't, if you don't, Baker's going to spend a fair amount of time on his backside. Yeah, that that's that's a good point, Matt. Because Chandler Jones, and it's because it's out in Arizona. They're not a, a a sexy team. It's it's out in the desert. They're always kind of blah. But Chandler Jones has really flown under the radar. You're right. He is he has been sensational. Also, an old Browns Checking friend in the league in sacks. Yeah, man. And we used to have one of those the guys. Last four years, he's got the most sacks in the NFL, even more than Aaron Donald. We used to have one of those guys, Miles Garrett. Remember him? Oh, boy. Not anymore. Uh, we'll get him back eventually. We hope. But it, it, won't be, it won't be the start of the season. We, 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 we hope we do, Matt. We hope we do. I I don't see him not a part of the start of next season. I, I just think the NFL is going to continue to hammer him, and it might end up being a 10-game ban, so he served uh. six this year. Uh, I, I think he gets another four to start next year. Get over it, NFL. Off. Get over it. Mason Rudolph sucks. Get over it. The hit in the head probably did him some good. Anyway, the uh, <laughs> former... If he got 10 games from Mason Rudolph, what the hell do you think he would have got from Tom Brady? <laughs> we would have never seen Miles in the XFL. Yeah, man. No, you're right about that. And Matt, my, my old pal, Zane Gonzalez, has uh, has risen like like the phoenix of the desert in Arizona. To, to be kicking pretty pretty well this year. So we'll we'll see if maybe Zane can do his old team a favor and maybe miss a couple on uh, on Sunday. 
God, I hope yeah, Zangonzalez doesn't out beat there, me. And uh, Andy Lee is punting for yeah, them now. Yeah, that's so, right. So uh, a former Brown specialist pretty much everywhere on the field. Right. Um, we'll see if this punting iteration of the team is, is better than the past. And, and see where that goes. Okay, Matt, let's get to our Cleveland Whiskey predictions for Sunday. 4.05 Eastern start, folks. Remember, it's out west. It's in Arizona. Game prediction and score. Who you got? 27-17 Browns. Oh, you paused there for a moment. You made me nervous. <laughs> I know. Man. Oh, it's it's suspense. Here, okay, so here's what I think. I wish Miles Garrett was playing this team. Oh, to, just so he could squash <laughs> that little ant of Kyler Murray, that 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 Pop Warner sides quarterback into the turf. But he's not. So that means Kyler Murray will probably be removed unscathed. And oh, by the way, folks, oh, remember everybody? Kyler Murray's going to wreck the league. Really? Wait, what? Where's he at? Where's he? At? Yeah, fading, fading, fading. Told you. Now I hope, just hope he doesn't pop up like four hundred and make me look stupid. But. You know, uh, let's. <laughs> oh, you know that's a possibility with God. I know. It is very true. Brandon Allen and a guy named Duck. Can some Buffalo Bills, you know what, folks? Let's be like Buffalo Bills fans for this Sunday night. Somebody just wreck those Steelers. I don't care how it looks, I don't care what it goes, but all these people, Duck calls, just let's expose Duck Hodges for the undrafted, almost XFL quarterback that he is. Please, please, I can't take it. I cannot take Duck Hodges. God, drives me nuts. Anyway, my prediction, Browns <laughs> dominate 38-14 to 14 and put the boots to the Cardinals in the desert and head home to face the Baltimore Ravens, who we beat once this year, next Sunday. Browns get back to 500, 38-14, Let's let's put an exclamation point. Let's make people think, hey, you know what? Okay, hey, this offense is looking good, and I don't want any turnovers, Matt. I don't want interceptions. Like, let's get let's get Baker a nice three touchdown, no interception, three hundred passing yard game, and just just get in, get out, come out clean, and look good, right? Sign me up for that one. Let's go and and, and feed Chubb too, like. Nick Chubb is the quietest, most, like, businessman ever. Like, the dude's leading the league in rushing yards. He's over 1,200 yards with three games to go. Like, it's it's incredible what he's been able to do. Yeah, it really has. He leads the league in carries. He leads the league in yards. Um, it's kind of been a weird year for him because they sort of forgot about him at times. Yeah. And then when Kareem Hunt came back, you're like, oh, my God, Nick's never going to get the damn ball. Right. Uh, uh-huh. But they've, they've no, you're right. Yeah, because you got to pay I, I more attention to Hunt. He's averaged almost 100 yards a game since Hunt's back. Uh, overall, he averages 98.5 yards per game, which is tops in the league. Uh, just a phenomenal season by Nick. And one year hoping that he's able to finish off at the top of the list. That would be a, a tremendous feat. Um, but to his credit, the, uh, he said, yeah, it would mean something because it would mean my hard work pays off, but I, I want to win games. And to a man, everybody who spoke on Nick Chubb this week said the exact same thing. Like, yeah, it'd be great. It'd be special. And we'd look back on it 20 years from now and go, yeah, we, we helped Nick get that. But 
Nick doesn't care about that. Nick is just about wins. And uh, uh, it's nice to see. It, it really is refreshing to see what Nick Chubb has done and meant to this team. Exactly. And be able to see. And, and you just hope that Freddie or whoever the next play caller is, if they can re-sign Hunt, figures it all out and really make it a a run-focused with and not just handing the ball, but those quick passes out and just, just try to utilize all that talent. But first things first, go clip those Cardinals and let's get back to Cleveland and get ready for the Ratbirds. All right, Matt, good stuff, buddy. Uh, you'll have a bunch of stories up you do right now as well leading up to the game on WKYC.com slash sports, right? Yes, sir. You know it. Boom. Uh, and you can get him on Twitter. He will tweet them out at Matt Florjancic, myself at AndyMC81. Let's do it, Browns. Take down Kyler Murray, please. Please. Come on. Let's do it. Let's go. You've been listening to The Doghouse on SB Nation, Dogs by Nature. Your inside look at the Cleveland Browns.